Welcome to the You Go Miss O podcast, an ongoing conversation with Miss Oklahoma as she discusses her life as the reigning Miss O. Style, service, scholarship, and success weave their way into conversations that engage and empower you. So what are we waiting for? You go, Miss O. Hello, Oklahoma, and everyone listening worldwide. I'm Sunny Day, Miss Oklahoma, and I'm so glad you're here. I'm not going to lie, it has been a cool minute since we've last talked. I have so much to update you guys on, um, and I'll try to stick to the main point, so if I get off on a tangent, just let me know. But I just got off of a 31-day school tour. It has been the most exciting part of being Miss Oklahoma, because even though I've been out of my own classroom, I felt like I was still being a teacher and still doing what I do every day with my own students. So I've traveled over 10,000 miles across this amazing state. I've gotten to go places I've never gone before, and I've spoken to over 8,500 students. It was a combination of both an anti-bullying tour and a Red Ribbon Week tour, which if you know me, you know that both of those topics are very important. But I actually just recently went back to work, and a funny story, the moment that I walked into the building and saw all the students... I had about 50% of the students ask me if I had been fired. (laughs) So that's what makes it fun. And that's why they keep me around. Um, But we are in full swing for Miss America. I have officially secured all of my wardrobe. My talent has been approved and my headshot's been turned in. And I'm finally in the final stages of finishing up my paperwork. But talking about Miss America means that I'm getting closer, which means Miss Oklahoma is right around the corner realistically. So we're having a lot of new women enter the sisterhood. So I want to give those special women a shout out. So we have Vanessa Rochelle, which is Miss Northeastern, Araya Heron, Miss Lincoln County, Sydney Reardon, Miss Collinsville, Jaden Burrell, Miss NOC, Tatum Shelton, Miss Tulsa State Fair, Evelyn Smith, Miss Oil Capital, Emily Smith, Miss Tulsa County, and Anna Marie Wright, Miss OCU. And I love getting to add all of these women to the class of 2024, and I will start my workshop series back up at the end of November, so I'm excited to get to know some of these women. So in fact, sisterhood, talking about all of those women, is the theme of today's episode. I'm sure you all saw the really exciting news that the Miss America competition will be held on January 6th through 14th at the Walt Disney Theater in downtown Orlando. And I have never been to Disney, so when I found this out, I was super giddy and super excited. So I'm excited to bring Sunny Day to the Sunshine State and to meet all of my Miss America sisters. So I actually thought it would be cool to bring on one of my Miss America sisters to join me on today's podcast. We've been able to connect over social media already. I've been following her actually for years. She doesn't know I'm like a secret fangirl. Um, and I'm really excited to get to meet her in person. So welcome to the podcast, Miss Wyoming, Mackenzie Kern. I'm so excited to have you here to see your cute face. So tell Oklahoma and everyone else listening a little bit more about yourself. Hello, Oklahoma. I am so grateful to be here and I'm so excited to meet Sunny for the first time. This is our first time seeing each other's faces and it's so exciting. A little bit about me. I am the owner of two businesses and my CSI is in related to women in business. I'm very passionate about helping people chase their unique dreams. And this is my first time ever 
trying out the Miss America system. And we're just doing the whole thing all at once. So I'm pretty excited. Well, you're doing amazing. I love watching your journey. And I'm really proud of you and just having conversations with you, um, knowing how hard that you're putting in work behind the scenes. So you should be proud of yourself. And I'm excited to go to Miss America (laughs) with you. I know. But I love that we both do podcasts. Um, I think that's a really special thing. So I want to know a little bit about what made you want to start. So I wanted to use social media to my advantage. It was one of the things that I'm passionate about because I have my own media business, Kern Media. And I was like, okay, how can I be a pageant title holder and implement some media into my platform? So I was thinking of names for it. And I was like, well, I don't just want to talk the talk. I want to walk the walk. So that is how I came up with the name for it, the Walk the Walk podcast, where I interview women that are essentially business owners or doing something unique. I just interviewed someone from Dancing with the Stars. So that was pretty cool. Awesome. I love that. So I have to know, because I said I acted like a child when I found out Miss America was happening one in January, which means we had a little more time to prep, but also that it's happening in Orlando, Florida. So what is going on in your mind right now, now that we have actual dates and locations and like all these deadlines? How are you feeling? I mean, this is where it gets to be crunch time. And I think it's the most exciting part of it all. So I'm trying to just feel all the feelings because it can move so fast that you forget to rejoice in the moment. And I want to remember what this process was like. And I just want it to be special. I'm so excited that we're going to Orlando. We're going somewhere warm in the middle of winter. So that is great. And I'm just excited to see everyone and unite in a short few months. It's coming up. (laughs) Yeah, it is. And it's holiday season, which means it's going to go by even faster. So I'm really excited and grateful for Robin and the whole Miss America team for this organization, this opportunity, and where it's happening. Um, But speaking of the Miss America competition, I'm sure you're just as excited as I am to meet our class and to be able to bond and finally meet these girls So outside of the obvious, what does the word sisterhood mean to you in this organization? I'm realizing that I need my sisters to lean on in the process. And it's so much more beautiful when you trust them in the process, because that is what creates the friendships that last forever. And from my experience, I mean, I've been competing for 10 years Meeting the girls and the girls that you will meet that are like-minded is so beneficial to your future. I mean, future business partners, future lifelong friends. I mean, it's important and we need each other. So that's big for me. I don't want it to just be a competition this time. I want to make long-lasting friendships. I love that. And I think you're one of them. (laughs) I was just saying that answer right there is exactly why we're friends. Um, Because I agree. And you know, I've been doing pageants for a long time too. And I did have that super competitive mindset in my first few years. And I think it put me at a disadvantage because when you don't walk away the winner, if you don't walk away with friends, you do walk away empty handed and that's not fun. And so I've through all of these years have accepted the fact that one girl is going to walk away with a title, no matter what pageant it is. If it's not me, I would at least like to walk away with good memories. And I was present and I made friends along the journey and people who not everyone understands the process of everything we have to do, you know? And so 
I think it's really important that we as women lift each other up and we encourage each other. And I know that you're a small business owner and you focus on being a woman in business. So why is it important to you to push women forward in life, in their career or in their passions, whatever that may be? So often people feel limited to what they can achieve. So using social media and using my success story to show other women that it is possible is so important to me. I don't just want to be, I want to make an actual influence. I want people to follow in my footsteps. So making sure that I'm carving that pathway out for others to follow is my ultimate goal. I want to be someone that people can relate to and I want to help people in their own individual journeys to success. And I think we're in a generation and a time right now where women are leaders. We are becoming business owners. Our names are being put on ballots. And I think that it's an amazing opportunity to be able to shed light on that. So you talked about your podcast a little bit, but I want to be able to give you a bit of a plug. So how can my listeners listen to you and what is really the focus? Obviously, it's women in business, but what do your guests talk about? So it's very informal because I'm doing everything by myself. I've wanted to start a podcast since 2019. So right now it's just on my official title holder account. And that is at Miss America WY. And I post little reels. It's like three to five per guest. And just the heavy hitting things that we say in our natural conversation. I am interviewing people of all backgrounds. Like I said, I had someone special on recently, but I just want it to be an open talk that other women can listen to while they are getting ready. And they're like, wow, okay, these two women are amazing and they're going through exactly the things that I'm going through. I'm not alone. I can get through today. And that's my mission with it. Yeah, I completely agree. I think podcasting opens up so many doors and opportunities for us, not only as people, um, because it's kind of been healing for me in a sense that when I've gotten to share my story, I got to have 988 on here and I got to talk about mental health and my own journey and my life experiences, but also getting to connect with people that you never would. Um, it's cool, you know, getting to have I have people in other states and other countries listening um, and just knowing that our reach can be so much further. And so I love that you probably have people not just in Wyoming, um, but you're being a voice for so many people in so many different places. So what do you think it's done for you as a title holder? I think that the best thing from it is I'm able to listen to the advice of people that I already admire. So I get that one-on-one time with them. And obviously, I'm leading the path for the conversation, but also just being able to hear all of these things that I didn't necessarily know about my guests is so rewarding. And I love sharing that with my people. There's also the digital burnout. I know for me, I keep telling people, once I'm not in the pageant world, I may not have social media ever again, because it, it can be exhausting. It really is. Yes. Um, and we're pushing out so much content. So, you know, we have Instagram, we have TikTok, we have these podcasts. So, um, and we have a lot of people technically competing with us in these areas of social media. So what do you try to push to stand out amongst this giant crowd in the digital world? I think you have to be less focused on standing out and more focused on making an impact with your following. I want people to know who I am. I want people to know my story. So once the pageant rolls around, they're like, oh, wait, this girl is cool. And that goes for all of us. But 
I think it's really important to not let it become a competition because that just ruins the fun. And also to any title holder, any woman that is actively competing, if you need a break from social media, your mental health comes first. And even though we are both actively competing for nationals, if I need to step away from social media, I will do that. And I think that's just owning your boundaries as an individual and protecting yourself. So it's absolutely okay to fall behind if you do. Yep. I preach that, especially to my kids. I always say you cannot pour from an empty cup. So you have to take care of yourself. And part of that, like for me, taking care of myself is literally sitting in silence as someone who's around people Mm -hmm. and noise and talking. And I'm like putting on a show all day. Like I need to just sit in my room and do absolutely nothing and not look at my phone. Um, But no, I think podcasts are really special because like you said, in pageant world, we're used to these pretty intense interviews and podcasts are kind of refreshing because we're getting to talk about all the things that we are passionate about, but in a very relaxed um, setting and environment. And so I think it gets to show a different side of us as well. So sometimes it's scary with social media ideals to actually speak and put your voice out there on social media. So podcasts give us that opportunity And again, it's just another way for us to connect before the pageant and spread our messages. Yep, absolutely. So speaking of messages, that was my next question. So we're all in Orlando. We've checked in. We've done everything we need to do. And we've been to rehearsals and it's time for our interview. So if nothing else, if you had like one thing, one message to convey to the judges in the audience or people watching, what is your message as Miss Wyoming? My message is just to be authentically yourself and show your heart. I'm not putting on a show anymore. I've done that. I've been through that. I've learned from that. And my greatest wish is that I walk out of that interview room and they're like, okay, that was Mackenzie. Exactly how I would treat a stranger. I don't want to be putting on any facade. It's just going to be me. And I think that that's going to be very rewarding for me as an individual and special. And healing. I need healing. And this whole experience has been healing. Like I said, I did the same thing. For years, I tried to be who I thought that they were. Typically, when you think of Miss Oklahoma, there's a look or a type of person that comes to mind. And that was never me. And so my message is Miss Oklahoma is very similar. It's to just be proud of where you come from and to own it. Because I think for me, a lot of my past shame came from my uncontrollable circumstances of where I came from as a kid. And that's now my biggest regret in life is that I was once made to feel less than because of where I came from or something I couldn't control. And so going to Miss America, I'm so excited and I'm excited to do it with you. Um, But I cannot wait to tune in to your next episode. Um, So thank you so much for coming on today and telling me a little bit about your heart and your story and your podcast. So is there anything else you would like to say? I just want to say that I think you're the perfect Miss Oklahoma, and I'm so grateful that you chose to have me as a guest, and I'm so excited to hug you for the first time in person, and I look forward to the memories that we're going to make together. Well, thank you so much. You're the sweetest. And Oklahoma, that is it for this episode. I'm glad you got to meet one of my Miss America sisters. 
but it's going to be a very busy fall and an even busier winter as I get ready for Miss America. Um, but you know that I'm taking you all along for this crazy and exciting ride. So until next time, I'm going to leave you with all of the affirmations that I have closed out my school assemblies with. We are never too young or too old to say positive things to ourselves. So I hope that you repeat these things after me. You are beautiful. You are worthy and you are enough. And of course, you go Miss O. Thanks for listening. Find out more about Miss Oklahoma and the topics you heard today by going to missoklahoma.org or connecting with us on social media.